When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day guys, welcome back to the Pelican Scoop. It is I, Lyle Swithenbank. This is of course a hoop-ball.com presentation. Glad you could join me. Um, the Pels won, guys. The Pels have won. We hold on to defeat the Pacers 113 to 114, which, um, you know, after a bit of heroics from Josh Hart, I couldn't just chat with myself today, so I have recruited Mr. David Williams from Hoopball Grizzlies. He's decided to join us, which is fantastic. David, how are you going? Yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I uh, I enjoy coming on, man. This uh, this was actually a really great game for me to come on and do a, uh, a post show with you because this one was interesting to watch. It got a little hairy at the end for the Pels, but they were able to pull it out. It was uh, exciting basketball. I enjoyed every second of it. I mean... They're really good at doing that, like this roller coaster where you're like, oh, you're up by 18. How about we just go and win by 30? But instead, we'll go and win by one. Um, <laughs> real roller coaster of emotions. Uh, fantastic to get the win. That's two in a row. Win streak. Win streak alert, which we are always celebrating because we don't see many of them in New Orleans this year. Um, what did you think? What did you think of the game overall? Before we start diving in, what did, what did you think? Um, there were a couple things that really stood out to me, and I think uh, youth would be the number one thing that, that I would talk about. Um, you know, I, there was a, a point at the the end of the third where Nikel had the ball and he kind of uh, forced a shot, went for the two for one, and I'm like, man, you know, you, you've got a, a 13 point lead here. I don't think the two for one was the right play, and. So, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I messaged you right around that point. I'm like, man, you know, if something happens and you guys end up losing the game, the Pels end up losing the game, it's going to be a, uh, a growing pains loss because, you know, I think that play right there maybe was not the, the exact turning point, but I think that, you know, that, that allowed the Pacers to gain some momentum heading into the fourth. Cause you could have, easily went from a 13 point lead to say a 15 or 16 instead of, you know, the Pacers getting a little momentum and it only being 11 going into the fourth. So youth, um, Brandon Ingram was on fire in the first half. I was like, man, he, he cannot miss. I think he was, yeah, he was seven for nine in the first half at 18 points. And, you know, 
I, I've watched quite a few Pelicans games, but tonight, knowing that I was coming on with you, you know, I just kind of looked at it through a different eye. And it's amazing to me how much space he can, you know, his length, very Kevin Durant-ish, you know, and, and obviously he's not at that level yet. But, you know, just the, the frame, the length, and the way that those guys can create their own shot and, you know, use that length to their advantage to uh, to score, it's 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 great to watch. Absolutely. And, and we see, I mean, you, you touched on that, uh, the youth factor, and it was really obvious at that two-for-one point. And as soon as you pointed it out, I was like, oh, yeah, you're exactly right. And I was watching the um, the broadcast. Uh, I think it's a Fox Sports New Orleans uh, broadcast with AD and um, and Joel Myers. And AD was saying, you didn't need to go and get a two-for-one here. You know, you, you're already up. And, I, and you said exactly the same thing. You know, you go from a 13-point game and for the sake of rushing and, and then turning the ball over down to, what was it, 11, I think, um, going into the third because of careless, basically, uh, lack of knowledge. And honestly, I think it comes down as well to playing against TJ McConnell, who as soon as he came on, he was an absolute bulldog against um, Nikhil and made him go faster than he wanted to go. And that youth factor of not knowing that actually you don't have to rush just because this guy's trying to hurry you up um, is something that he's going to have to learn, especially if they want to continue with these point guard minutes, which, I mean... Everyone, you go scroll through Pell's Twitter. There's pages and pages of saying that Nikhil is a is a shooting guard, but um, yeah, they're going to persist with it until I suppose Kyra Lewis is. Youth factor has been an absolute uh, nightmare at times, but we held on. Um, big player this game, and I mean he's copped a lot of flack uh, throughout the year. Uh, Lonzo Ball, basically the game saver. What did you reckon? Man, you know, he, he started off slow, and that was one of the things, you know, I'm, I'm punching in notes as the game's going on. I'm like, man, Lonzo's struggling. And then second half, you know, from uh, Ingram in the first half to uh, to Lonzo kind of carrying the, the offense, and it's, it's definitely not a win for the Pelicans if Lonzo does not uh, catch stride there in the second half. Made some, you know, he was shooting the ball very well, but he, he – the entire game, even when he was struggling in the first half, he was working on the defensive end. And there in the, uh, you know, that final Pacers possession, when he just goes straight up and makes Miles Turner have to shoot it over the top of him, that won the game. You know, it, it could have easily, you know, if he's not, uh, if he's not helping there and he doesn't make it, you know, he's not straight up, make him shooting over. Miles Turner's got a, a pretty good look from, you know, six to eight feet there, probably knocks that down. And that's, uh, I was really stunned to see that there was any chat of, of him being moved because I feel like he's easily, or he, he could be easily part of the core of that team moving forward. Yeah, it's been an interesting sort of conversation. I think after him not being extended, um, well, given the, yeah, contract extension in the off season um, and, and now he's heading into free agency. It's really been a, I suppose a sore point and people have said, well, let's move him on and we'll see if we can extract value. But what value are you extracting? Because I don't know how many other guys in the league that are at his salary and, um, and I suppose potential are out there that we could just do a like for like swap. I, I had a chat on um, Bulls gold and I've quite often, 
plugged them a couple of times now, but uh, they invited me on and we chatted about a potential Lonzo for Laurie Markinen trade. And that's probably, I mean, sort of like for like, they're both going into the same position. But, I mean, he's a lead guard. And if you let Lonzo play as a point guard, all of a sudden, the guys play well. And every time he plays well, we win. So he's a bit of a barometer. And the guard play, admittedly, for the Pelicans has been bad over the last few years. Uh, a lot, or this year, sorry. And um, he's been sort of the, yeah, when he plays well, he just, he's an all-star level almost. But uh, when he when he doesn't, he's he's pretty bad. But uh, that first versus second half for him was a real uh, a turnaround and a testament to him to get his feet set and hit some shots and keep us in the game. That last play, straight up against Miles Turner, um, misses, the, misses the shot and we get a rebound and we win. Yeah, I mean... Yeah testament the good on him like that's that's phenomenal um a guy that did he didn't see much of the ball in the second half but was absolute bully uh zion williamson finished with 18 points um on only 12 shots do you think that's enough do you think that's like they sort of just stopped going to him yeah i think the uh, you know the the foul trouble you you could see it on the defensive end kind of i don't know what kind of took his steam away honestly you know because he was playing very attentive on the the defensive end and it felt like they they did they just kind of they pull away from him and I think that the foul trouble was maybe in his head a little bit and I think that you know early on in his career he he is um you know he is being thrust into the spotlight deservingly so he great talent um you know as he as he ages, as he plays in the league longer, he's going to realize that, you know, like on the offensive end, he's probably going to get the favorable calls more often than not because of who he is. And he could still be, you know, he could still play the way that he does. He doesn't have to change his game necessarily on the offensive end when he's getting into foul trouble. And, it's just learning, you know, youth is, that's it, man. That That's the biggest thing. Like, you know, that's what I led with is youth. And I think it's just a learning thing for him, even with, with all the talent and how great he is already in his career. He's still a youngster, man. He, he's, you know, is he 20, 21? I don't know. He's not 21 20. yet. He's, yeah, he's yeah. not even 21. Yeah, yeah. So he's, you know, 20 years old. And so he, you know, he's still, still filling it out. Obviously he knows how to play the game. You watch him, you see what he does on a night in night out basis. But you know, when, when you get into that foul trouble, you know, I, I think it's just tough at this point for him to not get in his head about it. And that's kind of what I, I picked up on. That's what I felt was that that foul trouble had him playing, you know, generally when, when I watch him play and he's got the ball in the post, he's going to use his muscle and move that defender where he wants to where he can get his shot. And, you know, he, he, he picked up that fourth foul and, it was like, okay, you know, let me turn the muscle down a little bit so I don't pick up a cheap offensive foul and end up having to go out of the game. So, you know, there's a there's a line. Um, you know, I, I go kind of back to uh, Jaron Jackson with the Grizzlies. When Jaron is in foul trouble, his game changes a little bit. Mm. And there's a line there where you do have to make adjustments, but you don't have to completely change your game. And I think that, you know, him learning where that line is and being able to consistently, okay, I'm in foul trouble. I do have to make changes, but they don't have to be massive changes. And I think once he learns that, 
he is going to be far more dangerous than what he already is. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, really, Zion, he's only played 42 games or something now, I think was the stat that came up. And, I mean, that's half of a rookie season. And he's sitting there at 20 years old, hasn't even turned 21. He's just passed 1,000 points we saw today, um, the fastest in franchise history um, to reach 1,000 points. And, you know, it's, it's difficult because he's still learning the game. He's still there's been this expectation that all of a sudden the franchise rests on his shoulders. He's in Brandon Ingram's and, you know, it's a lot of responsibility for a young guy and he hasn't really had a chance to sit and watch and learn. He's, he's been thrust into the, into the spotlights and he's performed, but you know, it is, it's one of those things that these young guys need to learn that if you're going to foul on one end, well, then you're going to have to deal with the consequences and, and you can't get yourself in foul trouble, particularly when we rely on your, um, to be such a focal point in the offense. But we were lucky today, and I think um, 18 points was enough for him. He did start slow with the free throws and then ended up hitting six or something straight, which was um, really impressive and and good to see that still improving for him. But the guy, he's our guy that we love, has got to be Brandon Ingram. He was just, he was great. And you see how tall he is. I know you you touched on um, Kevin Durant. Uh, sort of esque, his ability to see the mismatch and go, I am just going to smoke you. I'm not get anywhere near. You're you're not going to affect my shot in any way. I can't even see you because I'm so tall and my shot release is so high that you got no chance. And it was it was like a man playing against a boy against um, Holiday in that second half for his yeah, in those yeah. mid ranges. It's just so good. Aaron Holiday is a uh, he's a good defender and yeah. just nothing, man. He he didn't and it wasn't bad defense on his part, but like mm. you say, you know Ingram's so long, he's like, you can't get up here to block my shot, so I'm just gonna knock it down. And you know it, it's when when you can watch a guy play with that level of confidence, man. As a as a fan of the game, you're like man it, it's it's great like it, it really pumps me up like i get hype whenever i watch it i'm like dude he's not stopping him just do that until they stop it until they make an adjustment you know and, and that that drives me crazy the pelicans didn't do that tonight but when, when i'm watching a game and something is working and it's working phenomenally well like people and then they veer away from it it's like why why mm-hmm. Until the other team proves that they can stop it or until they make an adjustment to make you change what you're doing, do what's working. And and I think, you know, obviously it's the NBA, it's the highest level. So there's going to be changes. There's going to be adjustments. But, uh, you know, a a lot of times I feel like even though it may be boring, you know, if you go back to the stuff that's working and you stick with it, I think that it's going to turn out better for you in the end. Absolutely. I mean, he had 30 points, six rebounds, seven assists. So it's he was on with his passing. And if no one's going to come to you, then just keep punishing him. And that was 100% hit the nail on the head with that. Is if it's working, just continue to do it. Just clear out. And he's going to be. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. 
To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That he's going to beat him every time. There's not a single, like, the only reason he's going to miss is because he's missed a shot. It's not going to have anything to do with Aaron Holiday. Um, yeah. And it was frustrating. Well, I mean, at times it's frustrating to see, particularly when you watch your 18 point lead evaporate um, and you've got some guy that's on and all of a sudden we stop going to him. Uh, Lucky we were bailed out by Alonzo Ball. The uh, the Pacers went on a bit of a, a run uh, with their bench brigade and just started splashing threes left, right, and center. They uh, they went off from three point land in the uh, third and fourth quarter, and it was um it was getting a bit nerve wracking. What do you think? What do you think was the change there? They just started getting lucky, or we stopped defending? <laughs> I mean, Justin Holiday was just knocking down shots, man. You know, like he, he had, he had seven, he made seven threes. The Pacers made 20 as a team, you know, and, and that's the, the coach saw that, you know, I, I think that uh, you and I kind of touched on this a little bit before we started recording here, but you know, Savonis hardly played. I don't, mm. I don't recall him being on the floor at all in the fourth quarter. So like one of your best and arguably at this point, your best player is on the bench during the fourth. What you know? What's going on? And the lineup that was out there was just working. And uh, you know, one of the things that you talked about with uh, McConnell um, when the Grizzlies played them the last time, he had I know three for sure steals where he was just being a uh, pest. And you know, it was kind of you could see where it was not necessarily rattling the guys, but uh, you know, he just has a tendency to kind of get under people's skin and it, it works well for him. And that, that's something I, I think they, they forced a ton of turnovers. I know the Grizzard, the Pelicans had 19 at one point. I don't know what they, they finished the game with 19. I didn't know if they got another one there at the end, but you know, they, they finished the game with 19 turnovers and that was just, you know, the, the guys that the, the Pacers really being, being pesky and, and McConnell, especially, against those guys. So, you know, there were some defensive lapses that I saw there late in the game. Uh, there was one where the Pelicans done everything right. And, uh, blood. So just took his, took his eyes off of, um, McDermott. Yeah. yeah. For, for, for just a second. And then, you know, he, he gets a layup and, <laughs> And then, like, then Van Gundy, he called a, a timeout immediately after that. Mm. So, you know, there were it, – it's just a combination. You know, it, over the course of an NBA game, you're going to have kind of, you're gonna have a series of runs. And I, I think I remember LeBron James talking about that in um, in the postseason. You know, you're, and, and this is obviously just a regular season game. But he says, you know, you have to learn how to weather the runs. And, you know – when you're playing another team, they're going to go through a run at some point in the game. 
and you have to make the adjustments to whether that withstand it and then come out on the other end of it. And again, I hate to, to go back to youth. I feel like I'm, I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but I, I, you know, the Pelicans are still learning. They're learning to weather that when the, the other team makes a run, okay, the, the wheels aren't falling off. They're making a run. We've got to dig in, continue to execute and do the things that they were doing throughout the game. You know, at, like you say, at one point, I think, was 18 their biggest lead? Is that yeah, right? 18, yep. You know, they, they were up eight, at 18, 18 at one point. They were doing the right things. They just have to learn how to stop that bleeding. And, uh, you know, that's still, you know, fortunate enough for them tonight. They were able to do that and, and get it done with the one-point win. But uh, you can see as you, you watch the games and the times that the teams, the opposing team, goes on that run, the Pelicans have a hard time stopping the bleeding. And you, you can touch on this probably. The the game that you guys played against the Pacers previously was something like that. You all had a pretty pretty good size lead and ended up uh, losing at the end of the game, right? Exactly right. And, um, you know, it was, it was actually giving me flashbacks, especially when Miles Turner came in and splashed a three with about 40 seconds to go. And it was exactly the same as what happened um, – in the in the other games, so they had a big lead. Uh, basically, thought we were just going to smash them. The guys took the foot off the throat, and they just started coming back. And it was the bench brigade led by TJ McConnell again. Um, he got a whole heap of backcourt turnovers, and um, and we were in some real strife really quickly. And there was a lot of criticism about not calling timeouts and letting the guys play through it. But the guys, like you said, the guys were still learning each other, and um, you don't expect to see a a sizable lead disappear in, in 20 seconds, but it can happen. And, uh, you know, this was a, a whole quarter of they'll hit a three. All right, well, let's just try to score at the other end. And not taking care of the ball was pretty critical. I think Stephen Adams was huge in terms of his defensive, um, like, ability today. He was he was a monster. I thought Willie Hernan Gomez as well off the bench was good, and he seems to have settled in perfectly as the backup center now um, since we threw him in there um, with Stephen Adams out the other day. And a, uh, Sorry, I don't mean to talk over you. But no, like, you're right. You know, I know I uh, Jackson Hayes, the last mm. two games that I had watched with the Pelicans, uh, Hayes was getting a decent amount of playing time. Was uh was Hernan Gomez hurt at that time, or were they just going with Hayes in the rotation? Uh, they were just going with Hayes, so he's been ready to go the whole time. Um, basically, Jackson Hayes was getting the minutes. Uh, him and Nicola Melli, and then Stephen Adams had a game off. Uh, he had a tight calf, and so Jackson started, and it was just a defensive nightmare. And so they got him off, and Willie came on and just played his absolute heart out, and that was against the Kings, I think, and uh. Yeah, he was just uh, really, really good, and they decided that, well, he should have the minutes because otherwise our defensive rating is just absolute garbage. So um, at the at the expense of developing Jackson Hayes, I mean, he's a raw athlete. It's going to be beneficial for him to play bench minutes and, and have a look, if that, and, and learn. You know, there's, there's so much benefit in watching other guys do it. And I think um, it'll it'll really help Jackson Hayes' development by just watching good centers play in this league and develop from more than just an athlete into an actual basketball player because that's sort of where he's at at the moment. So no doubt we'll see a bit of him in, in garbage time, but um, 
for the moment, especially while we're winning, I'd be running with this lineup. Good to see JJ hitting some shots as well after a bit of a slow start this season. Um, so we'll do a little bit of a forecast. Overall, the Pels won. Um, before I let you go, we'll have a little chat about the game coming up. There is a, a double sword, I suppose, or double edge to this sword uh, having you on here is that tomorrow, the back, <laughs> the other side of the back-to-back is we take on the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, yes, sir. What are we? Uh, what are we going to expect coming into play against these guys? Well, I, I'll tell you this. You know, if Grizzlies fans listen to uh, to your show because I was a guest on here, they they may shoot me. But I mean, they'll they'll agree with me. They'll if the Grizzlies played like they did in their last two games, the Pelicans are gonna just kick the crap out of them. They. I, I tweeted out about this last night. The Grizzlies, when they move the basketball, when they play unselfish and they actually pass the basketball and it's not like one pass dribble, they do really, really well. They had six games this season with 30 or more assists. They're 6-0 and in those games. And, you know, 30 assists as a team, is it's, it's hard to get to. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, they need to get the 30 assists every game. I'm not a, like, that's not realistic. They can't do that. But last night, they were not moving the ball. They would bring it down, and I can't tell you how many possessions I'm sitting there watching, and it was one pass to somebody, and then they would dribble. And it's like, man, move, move the ball. Move the ball. That's how you're scoring, and that's how you're, you're doing well. And they, would, they were just getting away from it. So I was scared to death coming into this Pelicans matchup because the Pacers – destroy the Grizzlies on the offensive rebound, like the offensive glass, second chance points. And I'm like, man, Steven Adams is a monster. He's probably the best offensive rebounder in the league or one of them, certainly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we didn't know if JV was going to be back and there's no muscle. Like, yeah, Gorgia is seven. He, you know, he's a seven footer, but he, you know, he's a stretch guy. He's more like Melly than like Adams. And while Tillman, you know, he, he, he's a muscle guy. He's not there yet. He's a rookie. He's not going to match up well against Adams. And uh, I was talking with a guy that comes onto my show pretty frequently about it earlier. I'm like, man, Steven Adams is going to just eat, you know, on, on the, you know, he's going to have probably 30 rebounds and 15 of them are going to be offensive rebounds. If the Grizzlies don't have JV, Good news is he's off of the injury report, so I, I'm hoping for a good game. You know, over the five of the last six games have went to the Pelicans, and all three games last year the Pelicans beat the Grizzlies by a combined score of forty, you know, forty-eight points. Mm. So you know the Pelicans were just handing it to them. And one of the big things JV doesn't do well; he doesn't guard centers that can stretch the floor. So you know, Nico Melli would be out there and JV would be chasing, like, well, he doesn't even chase him around. He plays too far off of him to guard him. And Melli can knock down the jumper and it was just eating the Grizzlies up, man. So, sorry, that, it was awfully long-winded of me just to get back to this point. I'm hoping with JV coming back, that's going to be a good matchup down low. Jai is going to be looking for a bounce-back game because he did not play good last night. He ended up turning it on a little bit in the second half turning it around. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping for a good game. I'd love to see a Grizzlies win. The Pelicans are coming off. They're going to be 
second game of a back-to-back, and they're having to travel as to where the Grizzlies are coming off of the day off. So probably going to be a little more rested. Fingers crossed. I know you guys are coming in on a win streak. The Grizzlies coming in on a lose streak. But uh, they, they definitely have to play better basketball or it can get ugly real quick. Absolutely. And, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's going to be an absolute matchup. Um, I know the Pills last time they played their back-to-back, which was last weekend. Um, we didn't play as well in the second half of the second game of the back-to-back. Um, but that seems to be a theme with uh, most of the Pelicans games. So, David, thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's been great to chew the fat with you and, and break down this game. Uh, where can we find you? What do, what do you got going on? Let us know. Give us a big blast of everything. All grizzlies. Sure, yeah. Uh, I am on Twitter. I'm at dwill2111. And the show, it's Hootball Grizz. And that is the Twitter handle, at Hootball Grizz. Uh, that's where you can find me, man. That's what I do. I'm, you know, watch basketball and cover the Grizzlies, man. Love talking basketball. I, I love basketball in general. I told you earlier, I'm, you know, I can watch anybody, any two teams just love the game. So I, I appreciate you having me on. This was a blast. I loved being able to come on and talk about these guys and, and not be the, uh, the rival so much in this game. You know, when, when, when the matchup is, you know, it's head to head and we got to go Grizzlies versus Pelicans, we've got to hate each other, right? Yeah, well, that's well exactly right. And, uh, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. After the uh, after the Memphis game, that'll be all the Memphis Pels game. It'll be a uh, it'll be a fierce rivalry as well, and one of us will be celebrating, the other one will be weeping, <laughs> licking their wounds, <laughs> I suppose, um, after the the win. Of course, before I let you go, David, thanks again. So, cheers to David for jumping on. It's always good to chat with someone else. Um, especially when you have a good win against the Pacers. We do take on the Grizzlies next tomorrow, uh, so I hope you're all geared up for that. Uh, we'll be hitting the post game straight away after that as well, which is very exciting. Um, of course, we need to thank the sponsors at mybookie.ag. If you're going to do your betting, make sure you do it there. And manscaped.com, hoopball20 is the code, 20% off and free shipping. Make sure you check them as well. Guys, fantastic win. Um, of course, before I leave, I need to say happy Waitangi Day to the people of New Zealand, um, especially with our big Kiwi, Stephen Adams, playing so well. Well, thanks to all the listeners out there, and I hope you've all had a wonderful day in uh, glorious New Zealand, uh, COVID-free from what I understand as well, so congrats on that. Um, guys, as always, you can follow me on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, at Pills is the show. This has been the Pelican Scoop. I'll speak to you tomorrow. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.